Look to our precious Jesus today who saves, heals, delivers, and blesses. This is your day for a miracle. The Word of God has a lot to say about symbols in dreams. Symbols. So let's look at a few of them. And I shared some yesterday from the scripture. I'll go back and do that again now. But let's look first. And we're going to look at the book of Genesis with Joseph. We're going to look Judges with Gideon and other things too. But let's look again at Genesis chapter 37. And we're going to read beginning at verse 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren. And they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream, which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. So that speaks of farming. And lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. A sheaf, according to scripture, speaks of positions, someone's uh, office. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Well, how did, he, how did they know that that's what it meant? Because they understood from culture that a sheaf represents position so that he would be a king and not them. Shall thou indeed have dominion over us? Notice what they say. Sheaves speak of rule and dominion. So when we see bread, when we see wheat, it always speaks of authority in the Bible. If somebody is giving you bread, what, what are they giving you? Authority. I'm talking about dreams. I've had dreams where I was eating bread, and I didn't know what they meant years and years ago. That is God saying, I'm going to give you authority. And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and his words. And he dreamt yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the stars, the 11 stars, made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? So Jacob, being a prophet, interpreted that the sun was himself, the moon was his wife, and the stars were his children. So when you see stars, it speaks of children in the Bible. Remember what God showed Abraham, the stars of heaven, Genesis 15. And when you see the son, it speaks of a father image or a father, because that's what Jacob saw. He said, am I going to bow to you, your father? Moon always speaks of your mom. So son speaks of a father, moon speaks of a mother, Star speaks of brothers or children. So we, we, we see that from the word. We don't have to go too far out, you know, into other things. It's all in the Bible. Now let's look at something else. Let's look at chapter 40. And let's 
read verse 5 to 13. It says about the baker and the butler who were in prison with Joseph. And they dreamed and dreamed, both of them, each man his dream in one night. Each man, each man, each man according to, his, to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in prison. And Joseph came in unto them in the morning and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward, or in prison, of his Lord's house, Why, wherefore are ye so sad today? They said, Because we have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to God? So it's God who gives us those gifts to interpret. And I believe God would give them to you as his people. So now, <clears throat> the, in verse 9, it says, And the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was before me. And in the vine were three branches. And it was as though it budded. And her blossoms shot forth. And the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. Notice what he sees. A vine. Three branches. Budding. Blossoming. Clusters of ripe grapes. And then he says, And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Joseph immediately interprets it, the three branches being three days. So we see from the Bible that God sometimes will give us certain things like branches or other things to show us days. Like uh, later, we'll, 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 well, let's just read and then I'll tell you. So this is the interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head and restore thee unto thy place, and thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand. Now, let's, let's go back and look at this, because what gave Joseph this clear-cut interpretation which happened? Well, first of all, he knew that a vine speaks of something that is blessed or a blessing coming, or prosperity, or success. Whenever you see vines in your dream, something good is coming your way. Something successful is coming your way. Something prosperous is coming your way. A promotion is coming your way. So vines are not an evil sign, or grapes. And he saw the grapes coming forth, clusters of grapes, blossoming and so forth, and then the grapes. So he knew immediately that vines speak of prosperity, blessings, promotion, the blessings of God and so forth. And grapes always in the Bible are symbolic of abundance. Abundance. Jesus said, I'm the vine, you are the branches. So it always speaks of the church, the blessings of the Lord, the presence of the Lord. So when, whenever you see yourself eating grapes, wake up and rejoice, okay? Now, the next man comes to him. Yet, well, let's just go and uh, 
read verse 15. Uh, sorry, verse 16. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, and he said to Joseph, I, was, I also was in my dream, and behold, I had three white baskets on my head. And in the uppermost basket, there was all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. And Joseph answered and said, this is the, interp the interpretation. Again, three baskets, three days. So sometimes we will see three baskets, three branches, maybe some other things. God is really showing us the days. Within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head from off of thee and shall hang thee on a tree. Now, how did he get that? And the birds shall eat your flesh from off of thee. Wow. Now, what made Joseph say these words that you'll be hanged? Here's why. Look what it says. He said, I saw on my head, he saw baskets on his head. He didn't see baskets in his hands. And then he saw how the birds ate them off from his head. He lost all that was in the baskets from off his head. And the interpretation is quite clear. So... If you had it on your head, it, it has to do then with some kind of uh, a tragedy coming your way. Because the head speaks of authority, position, all that. So the head is his position, and the birds eating the, what, what was in the baskets, it says, because it says, and they did eat them out of the basket upon my head. They ate it off my head. And the interpretation was, you, you're going to die. You're going to hang. So th this is a little harder maybe to interpret, but that's why we need the Holy Spirit. That's why we need to ask God, what does this mean? Let's, let's look at uh, a very interesting part here, Judges chapter 7. And, you know, and today I really wanted to kind of deal with this a little more so, and just stay with the Bible. And then I'll be sharing some things with you that I believe about other things that I've seen happen in my life and other people's lives. But let's look at Judges 7.13. When Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamt a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian, and came unto a tent and smote it, that it fell and overturned it, that the tent lay along. And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand God hath delivered Midian and all the host. So bread here speaks of victory. When, when, whenever we see bread, speaks of abundance and victory. And here a soldier from the enemy's camp interprets that this piece of bread that tumbled to a tent and, and, and destroyed it was a man named Gideon. And that God has given into his hand the entire army of the Midianites. 
So whenever we dream about bread, grapes, oil, water, it's always good. It's always good. So good things. And, and it's important. It's important. Uh, uh, what are the emotions you feel after you have dreams? What are the emotions you feel? Now, let me, let me tell you something. Before I began holding crusades, I would have dream after dream after dream of seeing myself flying over the most beautiful farms and uh, areas. And this happened to me for months where I saw I would be flying over beautiful areas and always flying at high altitudes. And within months, the crusades began. And I saw people uh, looking up when I would be flying. They were all looking up. Well, looking up is worship. And I've seen it happen in my own lifetime. Now, later, I began to see myself inside jumbo jets, like 747 planes. And I could not figure out what does the plane represent? What does a plane represent? Ministry. Isn't that amazing? Ministry. Planes also represent not only ministry, but companies. And the size of the plane would tell you the size of the ministry or the size of a company. Now, I will never forget those days when God would show me that I would be flying not only by myself over beautiful lands and so forth, but I would be flying with a group of people in these jumbo planes. And it was literally months later that our ministry began to grow so rapidly. And the Crusades began. And now I put two and two together. That planes, or flying, first of all, deals with God is going to bring you to high plateaus in ministry or in the spirit. And flying is also, uh, if you're flying on a plane, it's symbolic of a ministry or a company or something God will use you to build, to bless people's lives. Now, maybe you've had uh, uh, things like this happen to you where you saw yourself on a plane. Then God was say, showing you, you'll, you'll be a part of a ministry or a part of a company. Now, let's talk about phones. Very, uh, this is, this is going to shock you. I had staff who quit in our ministry. And every time someone would quit, before they would quit, I would have dreams where I was trying to find their number on my phone and couldn't find it. And I would wake up so disturbed, like, why can I not find them? Why can I not call them? I would try to dial their numbers, but I could not find their numbers. Within days, they would quit the ministry. You know, it's strange that God would speak to us 
showing us we're trying to find somebody by calling them and we're not able to dial their number. I can tell you individuals I've known and now whenever I have a dream and I see myself dialing somebody and I can't find them, I know they're going to leave. And within a short time, those people quit or something happens. They, they, they change their mind on staying in the ministry or something like that. So phones, in my opinion, my opinion, speak of change. Something is going to change with that individual that you're trying to call. Now, I've, I've, I've heard this from some people I really trust. And I think it's true. Um, when if people see themselves falling, like if somebody sees themselves falling, like off a wall or tumbling down or whatever, in a dream. It speaks uh, something in their life is, is about to lose control. And I think it's true. I mean, that's a simple one, like, you know, someone falling in their dream. What does it mean? They're about to lose control of something in their life or a person in their life. And I think this is when you start praying that God would show you and you can pray against it, that you would not lose control or things would still be in order. Snakes. What are... Many people have seen snakes in, uh, in dreams. Have you, Chad? Okay. Snakes usually speak of uh, somebody is about to accuse you. Accusations, lies against you. Because that's what snakes symbolize in the Bible. Deception. Um, the snake came to Eve and lied to her. Did God really say? Accusing God himself. Remember that? So snakes always speak of uh, lies, accusations. Someone is about to accuse you, lie about you. Then you have to pray against it. In Job 4, verse 13, in thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falleth on men, Fear came upon me and trembling. Now, here we see something very important about dreams. If you have a dream and you sense fear, it's always bad. You need to stand on the Word of God at that moment. You need It's a warning from the Lord that something bad is coming. You need to break it in the name of Jesus immediately. Because dreams can come to pass by morning. You don't want to wait, especially if you have uh, emotions of fear right after that. You have to stand against it immediately and pray. That happened to me not long ago, and I immediately uh, prayed, and it didn't happen. So you've got to do it right there and then. Don't wait. Don't go back to sleep. So if you have a dream, whatever it is, and it causes panic, or causes fear, get up, sit up, get on your knees if you can, and ask God to not allow it to happen. You take your authority and you pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Because see, it's God who showed it to you to prevent it. 
Why would God allow you to see it? So it would be prevented from happening. It would be stopped. It's the only reason you saw it. So God is giving you the, the divine opportunity to stop it. If you go back to, to sleep, trouble. So you got to get up immediately and say, Father, in Jesus' name, I rebuke that thing. I break it. But you ask God to do it also. Say, Father, destroy it. Destroy it before it even can take place in Jesus' name. Destroy the, the plan of the enemy and establish your plan for my life. And I promise you, you will wake up and nothing will, will, will nothing bad will happen. All right, so I think that's plenty for today. And I want to uh, continue with visions next week. And then I want to talk about angels. I really believe we're about to see some powerful uh, things happen on earth. I think all this happening now with the virus and uh, what's about to come prophetically, we're going to have a lot of uh, angelic visitations soon. I know it in my being. So let's pray. Let's believe God right now for you. I pray you enjoyed this today. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. But now let's, let's welcome the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit. Lord, we welcome you. We welcome your power, your presence. Touch everyone, I pray right now, Lord. Minister your power, your grace. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands to heaven, Father. Fill everyone with the Holy Spirit afresh. Afresh in filling. And fresh empowerment. You said be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns. And spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your hearts unto the Lord. Be empowered now, saint of God. Be filled now. Receive that fresh anointing. In Jesus' name. Be encouraged today. Be strengthened today. In Jesus' name. Sweet, wonderful Holy Spirit. Let your gentle power touch everyone calling upon Jesus. Your sweet, gentle presence in Jesus' name. We give you the praise, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise. Heal, I pray, your people. Heal everyone calling upon your name. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease and infirmity. In the name of Jesus. I see someone's right arm infected. The Lord is healing you from that infection. I see redness and you had a lot of pain in your right arm. In Jesus' name, be made whole. 
glaucoma has been healed. I rebuke that glaucoma in Jesus' name. Severe migraines. There's a girl named Mary been getting a lot of migraines lately. I rebuke those migraines in you, Mary. In the name of Jesus. A stomach problem. Someone unable to keep food in your in your system. You keep throwing up your food. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Be healed now in Jesus' name. There's a little boy named Freddie. Freddie, I see some lung uh, complications, in breathing complications. Father, in Jesus' name, bring healing and health to little Freddie. In the name of Jesus. I see Freddie wearing something yellow. It's the power of God on him. Give you praise, Lord God, give you praise. Bless your people today with your presence. And yes, Lord, give them the gift of interpreting dreams and protect your people from harm. Protect your people from harm. Let good things begin to happen. Let mighty things begin to happen. Blessed things begin to happen. Beautiful things begin to happen. And save loved ones. In Jesus' name. Save loved ones for your glory. Bless your people's financial positions. I pray to let them be blessed financially. There will be no lack in their life. be no challenges that you will not take care of. In Jesus' name, Lord, if they lost their jobs, that you will bless them financially and give them something better. In Jesus' name. You said, I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging for bread. So meet that need today, Lord. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise. Giving is the most wonderful thing you can do for your life right now. Sowing seed in God's work is the greatest thing you can do for yourself and your family and future. Because you're telling God, I trust you. And you're telling the Lord, you can trust me, Lord. Because giving is our vote for the kingdom of God. Every time we give, we vote for Jesus. And every time we vote for the Lord with our giving, our money becomes a weapon in the hands of the Lord. See, we never lose our seed. If you go to a store and you buy something, you're exchanging your money to food or something. You're giving your dollar or whatever currency you use in your country for something you want to buy. But when you give it to God, you, you never lose your seed. God touches it, blesses it, and gives it back to you. The, the whole reason of why we give to God is one reason. So he might bless it, he might touch it, and he gives it right back to us. No store will ever do that, no bank will ever do that. So you go to a store, they take your money, and they give you something in exchange. When you give it to God, he simply blesses it, gives it back to you, multiplied. 
That's why we give. So we never lose our seed. We simply put it on the Lord's hand to bless it, and then he gives it back to us. Multiply it. Do it today. Watch what God will do with it. Okay? Sow it now. Benihid Ministries. You can do it online. Uh, on the platform you are watching. If it's not available on the platform you are watching, you can just go to benihid.org. Give it to Benihid Ministries. Watch what God will do with you. Help me take the message of salvation. I believe after this virus is over with, a mighty move of God will hit the world. Doors are going to swing open for the gospel we have not seen before. God's purpose will be fulfilled, guaranteed. Love you much. I'll see you tomorrow.